and we're live. Holy shit, we're rolling. Um, how's it going, Josh? This should be a fun time. Should be a terrible time. This is going to be the episode that everyone gets pissed off at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw your list. I'm surprised you're still getting married after this list. Well, I mean, this is a... Uh, I'm not judging. There's... There's the conversation to be had. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, so um yeah, and I was struggling. Uh I pulled some some things for the list out of my butt here in the last hour or so cuz I was like you know, I try not to be super negative anymore and then I was like which which bands do I have like a stupid Josh grudge about? I was like, oh, those are some bands I could put on here. So this week's episode, we're talking about the top 10 bands or music stuff that we just can't get into, though it's in our wheelhouse or it's popular enough that we should. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's either it's either stuff that you'd think, oh, these two like emo scene guys would be into that or it's something that's like really popular or is really popular at a certain point and you know either you know some it could be i don't get it or it could be i don't like it or it could be i never got around to it yeah i think some some version of one of those things so um yeah episode 20 Five. That's a milestone of sorts, right? We did it. We did a quarter of a hundred episodes. Yeah. And it's like, well, and so, you know, what? So a year is 52 weeks. And so half of that is 26. And I think we only, didn't we only take one week off like around Christmas? Yeah. I don't think we've had, I think we've had an episode out every week. Um, so that's, that's pretty good. Um, we're checking along here. It's, I'm I'm excited about it. So we're killing it. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I've gotten enough sleep. Uh, more, I've gotten more sleep lately, so I should be a little bit more cognizant uh, this week than I was during our episode with Possession 1981. Although, thankfully, upon listening back during the editing process, I was like, "Oh, I wasn't as bad as I thought," and and. Uh, I think the, the only, and I cut this out, but the only part that you, my brain like really shut down and it was noticeable other than like you being quicker on the questions than me, which that happens anyway, just cause I'm like looking at them and thinking and, um, is when I said, I don't like any of the questions we have left, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I cut, but I cut that out. So, good, good. Uh, but now you guys have seen behind the curtain. I'll leave that in on this one. So this is our first episode in a while without a guest. Yeah, just the two so of us. So nice not to get dressed. <laughs> I mean, you can, yeah, you can wear whatever you want below the waist. You just have to have a cool t-shirt on. That's all. Yeah. So. I don't want any mistakes, though, so I got to make sure I'm wearing something. Yeah. I've You've had a cool uh, horror-themed or band shirt on every week. I can tell people that people can't see this, but I can see it. And I want everyone to know that Danny, I think, has been on brand the entire time. Yes. So, and I actually right now I'm wearing a Cliff Parade shirt, which is the record label that is putting out the split that uh, Possession 1981 is on. So nice. I didn't wear it last week because I didn't want to pander to. Actually, no, I didn't have it 
yet last week or I probably would have worn it because I loved I was pandering I was wearing one of their shirts anyway uh let's get out of the past and let's head into the future here well this is actually the past too but yeah um do you um anything else before we dive into our lists um and, and no I have stuff to talk about but I'm going to do it in the what the fuck songs part portion okay some news in the music world oh, I do I I for me I will say with everything on my list if you listen to this and you think what the hell why don't you like I can't believe you don't like blank band or blank whatever um if you want to take it upon you I'm I I am open to learning and um if you if I don't like a band that you really like and you want to point me in the direction of a playlist or an album um, to change my mind, I'm all about it. Uh, just let us know. Social media. I'm, I'm yeah. here for it. Hit us up. B underscore side pod or yeah. Battle of Tanab if you want to hit me directly. Or Ecto Cooler Ghost if you want to hit me up directly. If you hate my list too. Change my mind. <laughs> we have, <laughs> Doubt we it. Have some, we have some pretty cool uh, Twitter handles, you and I. Anyway. Yeah, we do. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll yours go with is, my easy yours one. Is, yours is secret, so I don't know where I don't know what. I just happen. saw yours right when logging on, which I can't wait to talk to you about many of these. But <laughs> all right, my first one is Metallica, and mostly because I think it's a not a bad memory. In high school, I had weightlifting class, and the dudes <laughs> only listened to Garage Inc. Only every day we had weightlifting class, and like. I remember the first few times I was like, all right. And then by the end of the semester, I was like, I fucking hate this album. Like, can we put something else on, please? Yeah, and, it's rough. And like, I just, I get what Metallica does. And also around that time was when, uh, what's the drummer's name? Lars? No, that's, is it Lars? Yeah, Lars is the drummer. Yep. When he threw his fit about Napster and I don't know, their presence in the media at that time versus what I was going through in my weightlifting class just did not get into Metallica. And I, I mean, I, there's a few songs sprinkled here and there. I remember they made a music video where they're on top of a roof for their St. Anger album. And mm -hmm. I saw that a lot on MTV and I was like, this is fine, but no, I'm not a Metallica fan. Now. What? So you said there's a couple of songs sprinkled. Like what, if you, if I, if you had to name like what your favorite Metallica song is, what would you say? Or you're like the least hated Metallica song. I'm not prepared for that at all. <laughs> okay, well that's okay. I would we have to hear it. I mean, you either come, you can come back to it, or maybe let us know next week. Check in. The only one I can think week. of is Enter Sandman. I mean, that, that's a that was like a staple of rock yeah. radio, and we it's it's not enough for me to be like, I love Metallica. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know Metallica. I don't dislike Metallica. I just never really cared enough. I know all the hits, and that's about as far as it goes. So. But uh, yeah, so that's my and number one. Hate number me. one. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know if mine are in a good order or not. What do you? Uh, I don't have an order. You don't have to worry about an order. <laughs> I'm gonna mix. I'm gonna mix these up a little bit. So uh, my number one. I'll go with. Yeah, you know what? I'll go with this one because I think it's probably on this list is the one that I'm. I've been most awakened to. So uh, my number one is Good Charlotte. Um. So I will say that this is more of a never got around to it than a don't like. Um, although I did, 
I think the more they went along, the more I was like, oh, you guys are trying real hard, huh? And, uh, <laughs> and I, and I, it, it turned from like not getting around to it into like not liking, um, you know, I just, uh, the eyeliner and the, the hair, like I've, I don't know. I like, and it's funny cause I liked other bands that did that stuff, but it just seemed like they were tryhards and I'm not saying, and I had, and I will say at the time that I was thinking these things, I was much more like, I like what I like, huh, everything else sucks, bleh, like that kind of person. And so if I decided I didn't like, or I didn't care, it was usually like a strong emotion. It wasn't like a, whatever so but i will say i do like some good charlotte and uh and i took i told tab really likes them and when tab A and lot. i started yeah and <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh back in the back when we first started dating i said well you know if they ever get back together i'll i and tour will go so then they they did and we saw them at warped tour and we decided that that didn't count like an actual tour. <laughs> and so then they went on an actual tour and, and um, they, they put on a good show. Like I would, uh, I wouldn't like necessarily seek out good Charlotte tickets, but um, like I would go and see them again. Although I will say the last album they put out was a huge stinker and tab agrees. So um, the, their comeback album was decent. Their album after their comeback album, big stinker. So my, I'm going to throw my two cents in about. Good yeah, Charlotte. please do. I'm going to do it on all yours too. So it's the all good. the first album self-titled from 2001 is a classic. Like it's got hits and it's fun. It's a it's a different kind of pop punk. Yeah, but you weren't into that messed punk like nope. street punk. I don't know pop street punk. Uh, young it's and hopeless. Punk? I don't know. Young and Hopeless came out, and at the time, it was like, wow, this is so fun. That one I can't go back to. That one's too cheesy. The lyrics are so bad on so many songs yeah, and not relevant anymore. My favorite, and I've talked about this in the past when we did Mess, is uh, The Chronicles of Life and Death. That album from start to finish is just great, in my opinion. And then... Is it the double album? Yeah. Okay. It's like a life one and a death one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, Did, didn't it? Didn't that happen like relatively around the same time that Outcast did it? Maybe. I don't remember. It's all good. Uh, good Morning Revival was their next one. And I didn't mind it, but that's when I fell off. I don't think I've listened to any of the new Good Charlotte stuff. But I don't hate them. I enjoy them. Like I said, I really love their first and third album. But yeah. Yeah, but I, I can see not like they're. I put them kind of in the same class as Simple Plan, like pop punk that's so sugary sweet, you know, like candy. Like you're like, oh, this hurts my teeth almost. Yeah, especially on Young and the Hopeless. <laughs> yeah, well, like, and that was the thing is, is that I think, and so when I that okay, so that's that's what it is. When I say like the look. They looked like they were trying to be in like no FX, but then their music sounded like Simple Plan, and you were like, "Wait, you know what I mean?" Like they had, they were like Mohawks, eyeliner, uh, Dicky, Dicky shorts, and it was like, the sign of the time, though. It was hot topic punk punk. Oh no, time. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like 
going back on like Simple Plan, I can't go back to their music. I mean, it's nostalgic. I, I never liked Simple Plan. I actually should have put them on my list. It's nostalgic, but it's not something as, you know, a 37, is that whole I am? 37-year-old man. It's something I want to throw on. I'm just a kid. Yeah. I uh, I always felt like Simple Plan. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I had any um, reason to think this, but I thought, I was like, it's simple plan felt and i this is probably wrong they're probably like a completely normal band but i think they they had so much like corporate involvement it seemed like and they were like with mtv and stuff that i was like is this like mtv noticing this is getting popular and like building a band like they used to build boy bands back in the day like is that what this is because like that's what it felt like to me even though that's probably not true they're probably like a real band i know they're canadian yeah they're Um, a real band I mean, not that being like that's not a real band, but it's it's you know you know what I mean like the the way that that looks it doesn't it doesn't feel organic. I met them once at a Warped Tour tent. They're very nice guys. Oh, they're but Canadian, of course. They're I'm sure the guys in Nickelback are nice too. <laughs> like, fair enough. Yeah. All right, my turn. Um, yeah, your turn. My turn. What's my number two? Let me go to my phone. <laughs> you probably won't even know who this band is, but maybe you will. So I will listen to a lot of music podcasts and watch a lot of YouTube videos and follow a lot of people. And like a big vinyl slash music staple right now is the band Death Grips. Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. That's as far as it goes. It's noise, metal, rap, something. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) And I guess that's kind of the consensus with a lot of people. It's like Death Grips is a band. You're either going to be like, this is my shit or you're going to hate it. And I I've tried tried to listen to death grips i was like oh my god everyone likes death grips i should like death grips i don't like death grips mm. i never just like something because people like it but i wanted to really wanted to give it a good go death grips yeah just listen to like a little bit of their most popular song watch you end up loving it like i get some of it it's just not my thing all right you good no <laughs> No, not my thing. But it's very no. popular, and it's no. one of those I was like, I really want to give you a try, but it's not working out for me. Not for me. Not for me either. Okay. Okay. My <laughs> turn? Yep. Um, REM. Oh. Nope. Not for me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so None no, of their music? I, I was watching... Um, Man MTV oh. a lot yeah. uh, during REM's heyday and I don't like Michael Stipe right Michael Stipe is that his name I don't know you don't oh, like on, him as Danny. a person no I don't like Michael Stipe's voice oh and some people's voices I don't like them and then I learn and then I like they adjust on me well I don't know how many years in we're, we are now from the first time I heard uh, them, but I still don't like it. Um, it's not terrible. It's not the worst ever, but it's just not for it me. It does have that warble. Um, That's me in the corner. That's yeah. me in the spot. Yeah, that's him if he's underwater. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has that warble. I did it yeah, yeah, yeah. much more. No, I know. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, I mean, that song's okay, but, 
I I just remember being annoyed by how often like the Everybody Hurts video was on uh, <laughs> MTV, and I'm like, this song is terrible. Like, what what is no. this? And then, um, but this is also like what like ten year old me, and I'm like, put TLC back on. What the hell is this? Um, I promise then, you, if you ever get like super heartbroken again, and you're outside and it's raining, and you listen to that song, you will ball your eyes out, and you'll be like, everybody does hurt. <laughs> Um, and then the end of the world as we know it song is really annoying to me too. Um, I can't sing it. I can't uh, sing either. I, I don't. I is there a really fast part in it? Yeah, six o'clock yeah, TV. Nah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> so, and obviously, like, you know, this is one of those things where this is just it didn't jive with me because they're like yeah. an extremely popular band. Um, and a friend of mine. I said something about REM on another one on my po- another podcast on Justin Tab, and he sent me like a playlist, and it was like playlist, and it didn't have any of the mega hits on it. Yeah. The only song on it I had I had already heard before was the Orange Crush song, and yeah, no, I just I didn't like any of it at all. Like a lot of times, for me, I can listen to music that I that I w- was opposed to and come out with some sort of appreciation, and I just. I just couldn't. And like I said, I don't, I think it's just me, but um, yeah, REM doesn't do it for me. No, it's, this is why we're doing this. It's all good. I just, you know, in case Chris Caraba listens and then he tells Michael Stipe, I don't want, you know, I don't want my next one's going to, I don't want the Stipe hive to come in. No, I have one that's going to make people mad. My next Um, one's going to make people mad. Your fans, your friends mostly. Oh, okay. I have one that's going to make my friends mad too. (laughs) My turn. Yeah. My number three. I have tried. I've even purchased a CD back in the day because it was so popular. I cannot get into the Wonder Years. Danny. I know. I don't. I just it doesn't click with me. I'm like, meh. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you said that because now I no longer have the most controversial entry on the list. (laughs) I know. That is by far the most controversial (laughs) entry on the list. I'm not saying they're a bad band. I'm just saying I can't click with them. Okay, well. (laughs) That it is wild to me because I feel like they're in, they have a very similar energy to Motion City. That's why they're on this list because yeah, it doesn't by make sense. all intents and purposes, this should be a band I'm into. I am not into them. I mean, um, you know what? I said, listeners, make a play. I'll make you. I'll make you play. You can try. I like I said, I've purchased a CD in the past. I think like, their newer last few albums are better than some of the older ones, although that also might be a controversial statement um, to some of my friends. But yeah. I remember I d- this is a funny story. So I downloaded way back in the day. I downloaded one of their albums, but then I burnt it on a, a different album. I, I, I ended up listening to a, a fireworks album and I thought it was yeah. one or years for the longest time. And I was like, <laughs> I like this. So I do like fireworks, but. Yeah, see, I don't even. I I know Fireworks is a band from Detroit. I oh, should that's know them it. more because I mean, I know I'm, I'm, I'm too old like for them. That's years, why. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hmm. Your next one's gonna make me sad. Well, so I will. Don't worry, it's not gonna make you that sad. So, my next one is not a. I don't like this band. This is a. I don't know why I'm not more into this band. Okay. So. All right. The next one is Paramore. So Paramore, I know the hit songs and that's it. And the reason that that is wild is because 
Paramore is from that era of Fueled by Ramen when Fall Out Boy was yeah. on Fueled by Ramen. And I was doing things like I was going to the Fueled by Ramen and Friends tour. I was like buying up every like I was like Academy is yes. Panic at the Disco. Yes. Uh, Gym Class Heroes. Like I remember pre-ordering both of those albums together, like the the first Gym Class Heroes and the first uh academy is albums like just off of seeing them tour and like hearing that they're like older they're like eps and paramore is from this exact same time period and i just for whatever reason i didn't pick up that album that crush 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 is on the riot yeah riot and so i never i yeah i i never i never got into them and i and i know yeah i I know the hits, you know, I know like misery business and I know some of the stuff from like hard times and stuff like some of the newer Paramore, not really. I don't, I, I will say I'm not a fan of Haley Williams solo stuff, but um, you know, she went in a different direction, which is, I mean, that's what that's, I, I, I would hope if you do a solo thing, like it's different than your band thing. Right. Cause that's, yeah. so um, not for me, but yeah. So I, like I'm not saying I don't like Paramore. I'm just like it's I, it's wild to me that I don't. I'm not like a mega fan of Paramore just because of how much I was. I was so into Fueled by Ramen bands that it, like I totally missed out on other stuff that was big at the same time. And we're gonna get into that later in my list. Uh, and so yeah, Paramore. That's why Paramore is on the list. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. All right. So their first album, All We Know Is Falling, is a very like early fallout boy style pop punk album with like Haley singing. They yeah. do evolve and they evolve great. I love how they influence pop into their, you know, pop punk style. I think they did it better than Avril Lavigne ever did. And that was supposed to be the pop punk princess, you know? Um, and also I really love after laughter and I'm excited because this year, just like they did with fallout boys, take this to your grave, right? It's coming out on silver vinyl. Thanks to, you know, so that'd be cool. I want that on vinyl. But they haven't put out a bad album, in my opinion. I've liked every Paramore album. Okay, I'm looking to see what what stuff is on all where all we know. Like, if falling. you listen to Pressure or Emergency, I might know. I might know those. I uh, I don't know. It's um, just more guitar driven, unless I mean all their stuff has great guitars. But I'm just saying. That one felt like, you know, a fueled by ramen band. Wasn't wasn't Haley Williams like um, signed as a solo artist, kind of like, and then but then was like, I want to be in a band, or I have. I don't know the whole story. I think her parents or her dad was the manager of the band, so some of the other members didn't love what was happening. I actually don't want to because I don't know the actual facts, and I don't want to screw anything up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. Williams was originally signed to Atlantic Records as a solo artist in 2003. She was signed, and then the original plan by the label was to turn her into a pop singer, but Williams resisted, saying that she wanted to play alternative rock music with a band. Um, She wanted to make sure we didn't look at her as some straight-to-top-40s pop princess. She wanted to make sure that she and the band got a chance to show what they can do as a rock rock band writing their own songs. Yeah. I'm not going to read the rest about how they formed after that, but yeah, I was like, I thought I heard something like that. So cool. Um, your turn. 
Oh, uh, this one you might be a little disappointed in. All right, this is not a. I think this band, or this musician, is bad. This is just I couldn't get into them. We know I like some '90s hip hop. <laughs> I, I where's this going? Besides California Love, cannot get into Tupac at all. Mm, okay. Like, I just don't dig. Like, I can listen to other Snoop Dogg or Dre songs that are not their hits and really groove with them. Or, you know, I just can't. I mean, it's just not for me. It's not a bad thing. But it's interesting because he's a better rapper than both of them. Ah. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, so Dre is a producer who also who like put out some albums as a rapper, but it wasn't like his main, yeah, you know. And I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how much of his stuff that he he may, he might write all of his own stuff, but I think I, I feel like I've heard that he has he like works with a team of, of like ghostwriters or he, but that could be totally false. But it would make sense just because he was originally like a producer, um, yeah. I, I think yeah. a lot of it too is back when before the deaths and all that, when you had to choose between Biggie or Tupac or whatever. Or I, I liked Biggie's music better, but so do I. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> but I just feel like I should like Tupac. No disrespect on Tupac, but I like yeah, I like Biggie yeah, better. No. I think he's a great rapper, just not for me. It's the only rap one I have, but I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> no, that's I mean that's a big one. That's a very, 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 very popular artist. Um, so that's, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about uh, your next one. Josh. My next one is bare naked ladies. <laughs> you skipped. Oh no, skipped. you didn't. No, I moved them around. Um, I'm trying to go like, you know, uh, punk derivative band and then something else. And then like, so they're not, you know, there's a little bit of distance here. Um, like bare naked ladies, huh? I never did. Not even back in the day. I, I always thought they were like super vanilla. Like, and I never understood why they were so popular. I think they're great musicians. If I, if I could find, I was about to say if I had a million dollars. No, if I could find a, a greatest hits, I would pick that up. But they're not like, I wouldn't go out and buy a Bare Naked Ladies album. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'll, I, I'll obviously only know the songs like from the radio and the Big Bang Theory theme um but i'm forgetting they wrote that they just um you know it's like uh and it's not about them being like it's not about like being having explicit music or not but it you know it's like uh you're going to see like a clean comedian yeah with the exception of like jim gaffigan and maybe like one or two other people it's probably not going to be as good and it's probably going to be a little bit lame by comparison to other stuff. I just yeah, kind of feels like, like, Oh, I could listen to this my, with my mom. Yeah. Like in the worst, cool. like in the, in the, in the lamest way. <laughs> not like you like listening to Peter like Gabriel with your mom. Was in this line, like chill and slow. Give me some examples. Well, like, Maybe not this chill, but like Eve Six, you could go see them with your mom or Dishwalla, which I love. Dishwalla. Does anyone know any songs from Dishwalla except for the one? I'm counting Blue Cars? Probably. Yeah. The song is so good. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I, I definitely, th- I feel like bare naked ladies fits in that, that uh, slightly earlier. I think I actually don't know the timeline, but bare naked ladies feels a little bit older to me than like Hootie and the Bo- Blowfish, Sister Hazel, Blues Traveler, but it feels like it fits in that group, and yeah. I don't really like any of that stuff. Like, um, that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Is this real vanilla? <laughs> like, like, like. Hey, I'm a, I'm a English teacher, and I also have a band on the weekends that I play at bars. Like, that's. <laughs> uh, they're fine. Obviously, they did something right because they're they were a huge band, but and their la- their name is lame too. But that's another story for another day. My next band. Yeah. <laughs> I only put this in because I went through a heavy grunge phase. I can't get into Smashing Pumpkins. I think Billy Corgan's oh, voice I is terrible. Put, yes, I should have put Smashing Pumpkins on my list. Like, I even owned Siamese Dreams and uh, I don't know the Melancholin one, just because like I listened to so much of that style of music, everything that was popular around there. Like, if you had a Silver Chair Bush and Nirvana album and you didn't have a Smashing Pumpkins, who the fuck are you? You know, like. So I tried, but no, don't like Smashing Pumpkins. I think it's rude that you didn't mention Pearl Jam, Alice in oh, Chains, and uh, did you uh, want me Bush to keep going? Bush? I said Bush. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I, I heard Silver, Silver Chair Nirvana. That's all I heard. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his voice. The, uh, no. I mean, it's it's an acquired taste, or I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I get it. I like Rush. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like, Getty Lee. Ugh. But I uh, no. It also I also um, I've heard stories about him being like really pompous, and uh, I'm like, bro. I mean, your music's not that good. No, come on, no. no. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I found a a cute segue for this. So. he uh so i don't know if you know this but billy corgan actually owns the national wrestling alliance did not know that yeah um they have you know they have a wrestling like tv show um and there's a member of this next band that is also a wrestler on tv andy williams oh Oh, come on now that's a that's a that segue works no i just know where it's going yeah so this is the one that i feel like that i'm going to say that i feel like it's going to get me in the most trouble but I've said this to these people's faces, so I don't, not to the band, to the people that will be annoyed. Uh, I I I really want to, but I I haven't been able to get into every time I die. None of it, huh? And it and it makes sense that I would like them because they're like, um, you know, they're they're like right in that the the wheelhouse of like hard but not too hard that I like and that Southern twang. I don't like Southern twang, but that's cool. Uh, (laughs) um, And they're like wrestling. There's like super wrestling adjacent, which is like, obviously is a plus for me. Um, But yeah, I just, um, I've tried to like, I've tried to listen to some stuff and I've had like stuff be put on at parties and it just sounds like noise, like, and not noise, (laughs) not like, there's some music that like really just sounds like noise, but it just, it sounds like you take a song 
and there's like this chunk and then like this chunk and then and and then like another one and they're like in the song together but they don't really like feel like they fit together and there's as i've said before like i like uh melody and like the stuff that i've heard i haven't heard a lot of melody although i will say in this kind of like i wanted to keep this in here because this is the one that i had like a one of the ones that i had like a really well thought out like a thought out opinion but i so i was like you know what i'm gonna listen to every time i die again while i'm working out today and and i don't know what i had listened to before but i just did the like on spotify did like the this is every time i die playlist and the songs i heard today while i did not love them were better than what i remember hearing before <laughs> and were also like more like some of the things i just said like i didn't have that like song structure feeling non-existent kind of thing like it felt like real it felt like there was songs so i don't know what i listened to if there i like was there a concept album that was weirder on purpose or and the other thing is like um i like the other band that the lead singer is in uh the damn things yeah um, that's the one with uh, their follow boy members yeah right? it's their super group yeah <laughs> uh, the guy from anthrax and Oh, I um, forgot Anthrax yes, was in yes, that one too. Yes, yeah, Ian's in it. Uh, and this, I feel like there was someone else, like not the Fall Boy guys. Like there was no, one it was the other. drummer. Oh, you know who's no, you know who's the in it now. Who? No, so it the the lineup the lineup was somebody else before. They had a different bassist before, but so the lineup is now, um, it's Andy and Joe from Fall Out Boy. It's the lead singer from Every Time I Die. What's his name? Bucky, you know, something Bucky. like that. Okay. Bucky Barnes, yeah, Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, Scott Ian from Anthrax and uh, Dan Adriano from Alkaline Trio. Alkaline Trio? What? Yes. Which just Say made me like them now? even more. Man, if we would have done this episode like, uh, like a couple years ago, Alkaline Trio would have been on this list. That blows but, my mind. But I've, but I've, I've learned. <laughs> so my so, yeah. opinion on uh, every time I die. I'm not trying to be an elitist. It's just I have not listened to any of their new stuff. I love Gutter Phenomenon and Hot Damn. It's one of their it's their second and third album. Those albums just kick it to me. Like they're great, they're high energy. But I have not listened to anything after that. <laughs> I did listen to The Big Dirty. I'm looking at this now, but they have four albums. Oh no, three albums, one live album. I have not listened to any of it. I'm a terrible friend. Like three albums have come out since you the listened? ones I've yeah. Okay, okay. But I list I still listen to Gutter Phenomenon. That album is so good. So good. And Hot Damn's so, really good too. So that's what you would suggest that I listen to? No, I don't think you would like those. Oh. They're they're very chaotic hardcore. I think actually their newer stuff is not poppier. They're not poppy, but maybe like more melodic in your range. Okay, okay, okay. Because I've heard singles, I just haven't listened to albums. Try to think of a. Oh yeah, the Big Dirty is really good too. I just remembered Werewolf. It's always on my Halloween mix. Yeah, this is definitely a band I'm willing to give more uh, research to. But actually, listen to the Big Dirty because I think I think you might like that album more. Okay. All right. Yeah. Give it a chance. Don't give up on it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ready for my next one. Hit it. Uh, scene kids everywhere are going to be so pissed at me for this. There is a band very popular in the early 2000s pop punk emo scene that I should all I should like. I should be really into. I don't like Bayside. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone liked Bayside and I just could not get into Bayside. So um <laughs> I don't uh I don't know any Bayside and it always blows people's minds. Um but I I haven't made like a definitive opinion. Tab loves Bayside, so I feel like I would probably probably like them. The one, sh- so I went to a show that Bayside was at. Um, it's a Motion City headlining show in Toledo. It was Motion City, Bayside, State Champs, and I think maybe like was there a What's Eating Gilbert Grape band or something like that? Yeah. Okay. You know who that is, right? Uh, I know that it's somebody, and I can't remember. It's the guitarist from Newfound Glory, his right? Solo yes. Project. Yes, 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 yes. I yes. can't think of his name. So the one actually, that was with Haley Williams. <laughs> no, um, no, it's okay. So, um, yeah, and I actually went to that show with Katie and Alex, friends. Wow. Um, and uh, so I think the lead singer in Bayside maybe was having a baby. And so they so have someone was, else sing? So he wasn't there. Yeah. And so the lead singer of every other band split up his set. So you had like the guy from State Champs doing like two or three songs and then Justin Pierre doing like two or three songs. Oh my God. That'd be a yeah, kind of no, awesome. So, and so like the one time I saw saw Bayside, like uh, the lead singer wasn't there. And it was like, cool. Like I remember that. I I remember thinking like, I don't know this band, but this is kind of cool. Um, but that's like that's my one live experience with them. I don't, uh, you know. I Actually, someone... all I re- all I remember the thing that I majorly remember from that show is that the Hard Lessons were playing a show at Frankie's right after, and if you brought your ticket from the Motion City show, you could go to the Hard Lessons show at Frankie's right after for free. Did you go? And my ex-wife didn't want to go. Oh. So we didn't go. And I was really pissed off. Because I, I love the some, hard lessons. I had someone describe Bayside to me as if you mixed Elkland Trio style music with Rise Against Singing. Oh, that's... I don't know how I And I that. can kind of hear it. I don't know. I just feel like I should like Bayside. I just never got into them. Not that they're a bad band at all. Just did not work for me. We're gonna lose listenership on this. I know. I and why? Why? What, we this like is, good this music. Is a, this is a bad idea, Danny. Why did you? Why this is this? <laughs> I just want to put it on out on record that this was Danny's idea. I like a music talk. <laughs> I wanted to talk about music. No, this is flowing really good. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we don't know shit, guys. I have like probably one more super controversial one. The rest of them are probably very everyone figured for me. Okay. Um, my next one is kind of like, uh, this is like a blanket. Uh, I put Southern rap. Nope. You're wrong. Here's the asterisk. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Southern rap outside of Atlanta, Georgia. 
because Atlanta, Georgia has Outcast and Ti, yeah, and Run the Jewels and Donald Glover. Uh, Who else Andrew. is Southern rap then? Who are you? Uh, Cash Money, so Big uh, Timers, Lil Wayne, all the other people from from Cash Money that never did anything before. You should Drake. just say Cash Money. <laughs> Before no 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 because there's more to it than that. Uh, um, be- before Drake made them popular again, basically, because then they, they like they had Drake and Nicki Minaj, so then like Cash Money blew up again. Yeah, and Lil Lil Wayne like blew up, but Lil Wayne is a bootlicker, so I don't care about him anymore. And then the other <laughs> the other so and generally like as a style too, like. Uh, you know this this I I don't know what the real name of it is, but the sprinkler beat, the like yeah, like I hate that, I hate it. The rap song has to like sprinkler beat. The 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 rap song has to be really good for me to get past the sprinkler beat. Yeah. So the other huge piece of like southern rap that I that I that I don't like, and that's why I just lumped it into one, is No Limit, No Limit Soldiers. Yeah, Master P and all of his ilk, uh, or uh, mystical. I think mystical was a Cash Money guy actually, but like, whoa, mystical, shaking that ass, watching himself. That oh, mystical? so he had one radio hit. Cool. That doesn't yeah. excuse I'm not, everything I'm not, else. I'm not trying to promote mystical. And here. So I mean, though I have that single on vinyl, that one song. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone I'm missing. Like that isn't an Atlanta person. Um, some people might want to put like Nelly and the St. Lunatics in there, but if you remember, they have a song called Midwest Swang. So that makes them not Southern rap because they're in the quote unquote Midwest because we've decided that the Midwest is like everything from Michigan and Ohio all the way to like Montana for some reason. Yeah. Um yeah, just uh just it's just not good. Um, I was going to fight you hard on this because on his notes, listeners, it does not have an asterisk saying Atlanta. And I was like, oh, you really don't like Childish Gambino. You don't like Outcast. You want to go down this rabbit hole. But oh, now, come on. Now, you know I'm it. smarter than that. I know. I was like, he's just going to throw in all Southern rap. But, you know, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Um, no, because, like, I feel like Cash Money and No Limit kind of followed a very similar formula. They had those those big flashy uh, like album covers and their like their production styles are very similar. Um, you know, they probably have the same graphic designer. Maybe easy enough. Gold lettering or either that Three or people one, standing one of them was stealing from the other one, you know, stealing yeah. ideas. So yeah, it's uh, mm, nope. That's good. It's, That's it's, good. it's uh, the East coast, the West coast, the Midwest, which is, which, which is, Nelly, people from Detroit, and the Bone Thugs and Harmony from Cleveland, Ohio, and Georgia, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, that's Maybe a lot. A couple of outliers, but Southern rap. No, I think I think No Limit is like from like Louisiana, but at least that's where Master P is from. He's the leader, so make them say, "Oh, na 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 na." All right. Uh, I'm afraid to get into this one. I feel like I've talked about this before, but it's not something you're going to. Uh, I don't like Glenn Dadzig and Misfits. I like Misfits. <laughs> I just don't like. Well, I, I, is, I, 
That is a controversial opinion to like the later years, but not the original Misfits. No, I like the middle. Like, hold on, what's that's what I mean. You, the original it would be Danzig. You like like the stuff after he came back, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, there was a. Uh, the riot fest in between two that I went to that I didn't go to, they came back. But then, then they've done stuff since then. But Famous Monsters and American Psycho are like my favorite albums, and that's not Danzig, which yeah. is interesting because I actually kind of like Danzig's solo stuff. But I just don't. How like... does your mother feel about Danzig? Mother, she uh, <laughs> loves it. But like, I just. I, I want to because it's horror punk and that's a big part of my musical taste. And like, seriously, Famous Monsters and American Psycho are so good. I just, I don't know. Isn't, isn't one of the, isn't one of the non, I mean, he might be too, but isn't one of the misfits like a big trumper though? Probably. Oof. Punk, yeah. <laughs> Mother. He did an Elvis uh, covers album recently. I haven't heard any of it, but I'm not interested in that. I'm not either. All right, your turn. All right, here's the big one. Maybe should do this one last. Should do this one last? No, that's fine. Uh, I want to talk about this since I made you a mix, Mister. Well, you know, I got shit going on, so. So you haven't even listened to the mix? I don't remember. Oh my god. Okay, so um. My next entry is <laughs> Drive Through Records. You are wrong. You just have not given it a chance. <laughs> so this is a this is not a I don't like. This is a this is similar to what I said about Paramore. Um I was so singularly focused on the few bands that I did like that I didn't uh really get heavy into any band on this on their this amazing record label. roster the, i mean they do have a pretty good roster at least well they have like several highlights and then a bunch of bands like that i've never even heard of um, even the bands you've never heard of are good there's almost been no bad band on drive through records mm, i bet that's wrong but uh I said almost i'm sure there's one or two i can't think of right now but but like you know so and it's i won't so- even get intertwined like midtown who went on to do cobra starship which was on fueled by ramen yep and like glory toured with all these bands so many times phoenix tx i've never seen newfound glory live except at warp tour wow what'd you think um (laughs) so that was the time that I, well, so it was the end of the day. I don't remember it real well. The thing that I remember about it is that they had a shirt that was like a direct ripoff of a CM Punk shirt. And I know they're wrestling fans. And I think they actually know Punk. But I don't know that I knew that at the time. And I was looking at it. And there was a little person next to me looking at them and at the merch table. And their merch table was like in view of the stage that they yeah. were going to be at, too. And... um I looked at this guy and I'm like, oh, and he said, he said to the merch person, he's like, oh, has Punk seen those yet? He's going to, he's going to think those are awesome or something like that. And I looked at him and I was like, huh, that looks like Hornswoggle. And then I thought, 
So Hornswoggle is like a famous little person wrestler. Yeah. He's like WWE superstar. I, I don't know um, who he is. For the listeners, just in case. So, and I thought, no, you're just being a jerk in your brain and thinking like one little person looks like another little person. It's probably not the same person. But it was, wasn't it? So then a little bit later, they go on, you know, they go on and they say, oh, please welcome to the stage our friend, WWE superstar Hornswoggle. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, I you could have talked to him. Freaking <laughs> picture with a wrestler. And it's the, uh, I remember the first time I ever saw the same thing happened with me with Real Big Fish. Um, I like had some. I don't really I didn't I knew the some real big fish songs from the 90s, but I don't remember ever like seeing videos and I definitely never had like an album back then. And then like Will got me into them um, in college, but I had like burned CDs and I don't so I don't think I I don't think I either I didn't know what they look like or I didn't have like a good <laughs> I didn't have a good grasp of what they look like. And then I was like at a booth somewhere and there's a dude next to me with like a Hawaiian shirt on and like the the sideburns and like the pompadour or whatever and i was like he look looks at that, look at that guy and then like of course it's aaron barrett from the lead singer of real big fish i didn't find out until i saw them later for the first time i was about to say uh, he has a distinct look yeah no i know once like you know what he looks like not, you'll never you not some, notice yeah, him. you see some weird looking people you know some like yeah atypical folks at a festival so but like I, so what i was gonna say is like even even the the like really heavy hitters on on drive through so like your your dashboards your home early november starting line i wouldn't so okay i'm i'm talking about like heavy heavy hitters not like right, heavy so starting hitters. line yeah no but not not really homegrown so <laughs> homegrown in comparison to like i'm so hear me out okay so you I know, get it. Dash, Early November and all them got bigger, but Hello Goodbye, uh Newfound Glory, Starting Line, Something Corporate. All of those bands, I know their hit songs. That's it. With the exception of Hello Goodbye. Hello Goodbye's whole album I do know. The the two albums, the like the big album. And I think that was just because I was at the right the right place at the right time. And then there's a bunch of like middle middle of the line like well they also step. had Finch oh census and failed census failed, failed. Yeah. I, I really don't know any of that I know like, hidden in plain view and Finch songs. were also huge in that scene at that time yeah like, they were so, top tier well that, so that's what I was gonna say and then you're you're like one step down bands that were like big at the time but they didn't kind of like your your Alistair your hidden in plain view your homegrown your movie life your Midtown um, like those I like know of them and I might know a song like you're not alone by homegrown is one of my favorite songs in all of pop punk. I don't know another homegrown song. Well, then why would you not listen to more homegrown? That's so that's what I'm saying. This was like a place and time thing. This was a, um, I decided for whatever reason I was into these bands and I wasn't really searching outside of that. And so I never got into really got really hot and heavy into any of these bands. And really the thing that makes it funny is that it's kind of like, like what I did with Fueled by Ramen and Epitaph is exactly what Tab did with Drive Through. She was like, Drive Through is the best thing ever. And I kind of know other stuff, but this is like the thing I'm really into. I'm really hoping that Hidden in Plain View plays a show. Uh, like some, I know they do like little things every now and then. One of them is like a teacher. 
I hope they play a show that's like close enough that we can like go see. I can go take. Love to see, to see them, them again. again. Seeing, I've seen them. I've seen them play with like. That's one of the bands. So I've seen out of all of the bands on this list of that have. Um, I would say that Hidden in Plain View is the one I've seen the most because they they were on support act. Oh. They were support acts for other on other tours. I, I guess unless you count like seeing Cobra as counting as seeing Midtown, but not, I mean. Not really, but um, or seeing Jack's mannequin and Andrew McMahon in the wilderness is seeing something. I think that one you could because it's his music. It's different. It's pretty much the same across. He just changes the name of the band every so many years. Just to, no, I had out. a I had a discussion with someone about this where so something corporate is your teenage years. Jack's mannequins like your twenties, and then the new stuff. Andrew McMahon in the wilderness is like an adult alternative rock <laughs> like it's it kind of ages yeah, it's with mom him. rock we were yeah i think it was last week we were talking oh yeah about um i've seen every band on drive through at least once that i've wanted to i even saw halifax so wow and that's that's they only had an ep out and i loved it yeah did they only have an ep i'm gonna be sad if they had more albums oh they did have a full album that i never listened to <laughs> It's so funny too. Like some of these don't make any sense. Like start so starting line is a perfect example. For whatever reason, I got my hands on that acoustic EP with like the four songs or whatever, five songs. So good. I know I know all those by heart. I don't know barely anything else by starting line. <sighs> the good I know the, that I know the tear your ass up like we just got married song from the <laughs> the based on a true story album. Yeah, that's I was I was like it's a movie thing. I'm, I remember. I don't talk about how much of a fan of the starting line I am, but I am a big fan. And that's another shitty thing about drive through though is they sold drive through records. Yeah. The company and you cannot get any of this shit on vinyl. It's not being repressed or anything. They don't have the rights, I believe. Mm. It sucks. Well, well, you know what they got to do? They got to pull a Taylor Swift and re-record them all. Re-record. Baby. I know starting line in January did like they called it like some house session or something like that, where they yeah. played like three of their albums in whole, like kind of live, you know, on internet, but then they released all those on vinyl. I did not yeah. get on that sadly, but <sighs> very cool. I'm sad thinking about it now. Yeah. All right. My next one <laughs> is not, I don't know. I feel like there are going to be people on the internet that are like, Oh, how do you not like that? Because when I worked at Hot Topic and even afterwards, when I talk about alternative music that I'm into, people are always like, oh, do you like Go-Go Bordello? And I'm like, no. But everyone says I should like Go-Go Bordello. <laughs> Never heard of it. No? No. No. Well. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Not, it's just not for me. Hmm. What, what, I mean, what kind of music is it? What does it sound like? Uh... It's like indie punk. What's the traveling merchants appropriate term now? <laughs> they like, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just weird, like dancey jig music. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. Let's see what they're never stay in the same place. Long band leader, Eugene. Well, that doesn't give me anything. Nine piece ensemble. Could you say nomad instead of the other word yes. you're thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> I did it. You know what I was trying to say. Yeah. So yeah, not into them, but everyone tells me I should be into them. 
folk punk. There you go. A thing they're under. Okay. Hmm. I haven't yeah, heard that. Doesn't often. sound like something I would like, but no. <laughs> but I, I heard it a lot in my late twenties, enough where I wanted to put it on this list. Yeah. Why do you not like Go Go Bordello? Now your turn. Okay. Greta Van Fleet. I I don't let I don't allow you to put this on. Huh? You can't put this on your list. Why? They're just terrible to begin with. Why would <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can put it on the list. Um, well, here's the thing. I like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. That's and fine. And a band comes out that that's sounds from, exactly that's from Michigan. That sounds like hauntingly exactly the same as Led Zeppelin. <laughs> um and I wanted to be into it when it first came out. I will say there's like a song or two on that like that first album that I was like, okay. Um but then they I developed a Josh grudge about them. Oh no. Um I feel like I was already starting to feel like I mean that's cool but you're also like they were I feel like they were getting so much prestige and stuff when like people just <laughs> like them cuz they sound like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Like they don't it's not there's nothing it doesn't seem to me like there's anything special about them beyond that they sound exactly like a legendary band. All right, so like um, you like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I like some Led Zeppelin. I'm not saying I'm a big fan at all. But there are people that are like obsessed with Led Zeppelin and don't like anything that's been new and forever. And then a band comes out that sounds like Led Zeppelin. They're probably going to be like, all right, I'm gravitating towards this because it's like Led Zeppelin put out another album, even though that's not the case at all. Well, well and there's a lot of hunger for that, too, because Led yeah. Zeppelin is a band that could have gone on but didn't because their drummer died. Their drummer, who was like, arguably one of the best rock drummers of all time like no one no one in that space is making any argument to the contrary um and uh there's a lot of hunger for it one because all of the other band members of the band are still alive and john bonham's son son jason bonham is a pretty good drummer like you could literally put the band back together without disrespecting the memory of the dead guy because his you'd be replacing yeah. him with his son and they, I didn't know that. they did they did one reunion show in 2007 and like recorded it for like a DVD and uh and like a CD did the son play huh did the son play drums yeah oh and but they haven't done anything else otherwise and there was at one point they were like the other members of the band, I think were looking to replace Robert Plant with someone else and to, to get on with it. And for whatever reason, didn't work. Robert Plant's the singer. Um, yeah. It's funny. I'm that. like, why didn't they find this guy? Uh, but, uh, but then, so here's the other spot where the, the Josh grudge comes in. They won a Grammy. Who did they beat for that Grammy? I Ghost. Don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you 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 beat Ghost of, of a unique band that no one sounds like who's won a Grammy before, so we know the Academy already likes them. On the um, um the prequel album and 
and the song that was I, I don't remember if they beat him for best album or if they rock album or if they beat him for the like best rock song or whatever uh but rats was this was the song which i couldn't believe it wasn't dance macabre i thought dance macabre would be a, a bit like something that made more sense but this you know i just like like i was already feeling weird about them and then that just like nail in the coffin I mean, the grammys me. are a joke but also i don't no, like I know. Band fleet, so I'm i know that, that's, why I'm <laughs> that's why i'm like dunking on myself a little bit and calling it a josh grudge because i know it's i know it's stupid but it still makes me mad so all right fair enough i'll allow it <laughs> my next one uh they're a small band not a lot of people know them but i hate the sound i've never liked any of their songs um it's called aerosmith i don't know if you've heard of them oh okay so, hold on <laughs> stop for one second when you said I hate the sound, I thought you were doing that thing where you say the plurality of a word wrong when you don't like them. Aerosmiths. Like when the jewel. No, no. So I thought you were saying you don't like <gasps> the sounds. You know, I like the, band, the, the sounds. sounds. Yeah. No, but I, I thought you were like, I don't okay. like this. Like, I don't like run the jewel. Like, you know, I'm like <laughs> taking the S off. Yeah. So I, that's, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm a huge fan like of the sound. Yeah. I don't like the sounds. There's, yeah, two, the sounds. there's multiple sounds. But yeah, I'm not a fan of Aerosmith. That's not a surprise to anyone that knows me. <laughs> no, you're not really a classic rock guy. Like I'm, I was actually surprised that there's not more classic rock on this list. But okay, so like, yeah, I, I don't love a lot of Pink Floyd. However, I do know a few songs I really like. I wouldn't say I'm going to throw a Pink Floyd album on fully through. But like, that Money song's really good. Time, you know, there's good songs and Led Zeppelin. Uh, I think it's two or three. One, of, It's not two. I don't know two that well, but three I really like. But yeah. I don't know a lot of Led Zeppelin, and I can't I can't go that route. Yeah. No, I don't dislike either of those bands. They're just not my jam. Metallica, though, that's on the list. Yeah, I mean, Metallica is technically classic rock at this point, but they're, they're also they not of that same era. They're, like yeah. the, next, they're the next era. Um, do you have anything special to say about your dislike for aerosmith i just no no i yeah. really just don't like aerosmith i feel I, that um i don't, I don't know mind a ton of people that do but i don't mind i i don't mind aerosmith like i um i remember those like videos with alicia silverstone and Liv tyler like on all the time uh, after they had their like renaissance with uh, when they did that song with Run DMC, uh, the the longevity of Aerosmith is cool, but you know what really killed Aerosmith for me, not that what? I like not that I was ever a huge fan, is with that pandering pop country bullshit album that solo album that Steven Tyler put out a couple years ago. It's like the most god awful thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> like it's so bad, like, like so bad, so bad. And um, uh, just like, how do you have any rock credibility after making like, if he went off and made like a campfire, Miranda Lambert, like Woody Nelson, Woody, like the one Woody, I like, Woody, yeah, Woody, Woody Nelson, Woody like Outlaw Country album, cool, but not when you're making some, like I don't even know what to compare it to because I don't really like that kind of music at all. Like some Luke Bryan bullshit pop country. Ugh, I just, 
And you know me, I don't, I don't necessarily like I, any, almost every time I like talk shit about a band on here, I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to make anyone feel like shit, but no, that's how bad this was. It's terrible. I don't, I, well, it's so bad. I agree. Well, I mean, I haven't listened to that. Have you heard it? Can I, can I play? Can no, I please, please play don't. some? No. Come on. You no, you need to. All right, you need let's to hear, hear it. Steven Tyler doing episode. solo stuff. I won't put it in the episode. You can put it in the episode. Just... Except for now we'll get flagged and then Steven Tyler will listen to this and be like, what the hell, guys? I'm nervous about what you're about to play. <laughs> oh God, look at that picture. Well, so he does <laughs> so if you see if you Google pictures of him, I he, know it's like is that a is that a chic grandma or is that Steven Tyler? I can't tell. Like, it's wild. He took away the power to wear cool scarves all the time because <laughs> he wears all the scarves. Do you want love is in your name or do you want uh, red, white, and you? Let's do red. Oh, well, let's do, do red, white, and you. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I wish he just said, yeah, only the whole song. Right now, nothing else matters. You and me and the Georgia nation. All right, I'm good. No, you got to hear the, the cheesy chorus. felt so all right. Let's dance, take it slow. Tom Petty on the radio. When we're singing about American girls like How dare you sully Tom Petty's good name. Oh my god. All I need is red, white, and you. Let's make another let's listen to another one. No, please, come on. <laughs> let's move on from this. Uh, how do I stop it? <laughs> I can't, oh, no, stop. <laughs> oh god. See? You th- well you, you added might, to you the fuel. Thought, you might I you might have thought that I was overselling that. No, you were right. You I wasn't. It. It's bad. <laughs> All right, what's your next band? I wonder if they play that to like torture people. You, you ever heard about how they would do? They would like play music really loud for like long periods of time to torture. I bet you they do that with this music. So that was bad, but I don't know the name of the song. It's probably called "Crying," but there are some songs where he's like, "I'm crying." crying. It's called "Crazy." I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I hate yeah. that song a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's are probably you, the listening to Led Zeppelin right now, or you were. I was. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see if I could think of a song so I didn't sound like an idiot. I was like, no, nah, just throw out the two albums I know I've listened to. Uh, number two and number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So I didn't make it all the way to 10. Oh, wait. Is it your turn? Or is it? No, you did. It's it your turn. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't make it all the way to 10. Uh, but so this is my last one. But I, I agreed with you on some of yours, too. So um, all time. <laughs> sure, all time. <laughs> That's, all time low. Mm. So, all time low. We've talked about this before. All time low is one of those. So one, uh, they got popular at the wrong time for me. But also, there's a certain type of pop punk that is like capital P O P, lowercase P U N K, um, and that's what this is. 
And... No, this is emo. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, that's funny. Um, and I just... Uh, it's, you don't like it's too early, early stuff? It's too pop. I don't know any of their earlier stuff. Oh, man. I really... I, I know that... Like, the only song... Like, if you said... Um, Name me an all-time love song. I'd say that Maria song. That's like the only one that I. That's the thing is like, I don't know if they were the band that like started the cl- the the cloning where like there's like a million bands now that sound like this, like State yeah. Champs. I don't mind State Champs. I don't love uh, State but Champs. They, but do they not sound just like all-time low? They do. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, I I just uh, it's the kind of are you gonna play a song when you're done talking? Yeah, um, it's it's just the wrong kind for me. Like, and they also have that like emo teen swoop like mall look that I like. <laughs> after I f- like after I I never had that hair, but after I grew out of thinking it was okay too. Um, and then the other thing is I I have a Josh grudge with them too. Oh no! What? What's the Josh grudge? That stupid. Th- and, I, and I think you like it, but that stupid thing, side project that he did with Mark Hoppus. Oh yeah, I love it. <sighs> Mark, stick to Blink One Eighty Two, dude, and stop making Blink. Trying to make Blink One Eighty Two poppy and relevant. Like, just make make another Plus Forty Four type album, or let Skiba write the songs. Wow, Josh. Wow, way to just trash on. Mark Hoppus right now. I love Mark Hoppus, but man, he's like, he's like a cool dad trying to stay relevant sometimes. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> how you want to hear a song? Honestly, I like? honestly I, so I love Blink-Witty too, but they're all doing that. All three of them. Travis yeah. is drumming on every SoundCloud rapper's album he can. Uh, Tom is like, oh, I swear the album's coming out. Hey, Aliens. Hey, every song sounds the Did same. You see he's posted a bunch of stuff this week. I know. I and next week we're getting a song. Off. We, we better. No, it'll be like, oh, a UFO shirt for, for $50 on the To The Stars Academy website. All right, I'm going to play a song. No? It's better, but hold on. I mean, you might not like. Do you not hear Fall Out Boy influence right there? Just the way he sings. Yeah, I, yeah. You should give them more of a chance. I think All Time Low is a wonderful band. Strange Creatures. I love that album. That could be your number 10, Strange Creatures. No, because no one liked that but you. It's wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. All right, my turn. Chris Caraba, don't tell Mark Hoppus what I said. <laughs> or do. I don't care. I will say, you can tell. I feel like, and this is just me, like, in my imagination, I feel like on the newest that newest blink album you can tell that skiba is writing more yeah you can because because there's songs that sound like trio songs or more like trio songs 
and I'm like, oh, I like these songs where Skiba or where Skiba's singing more than the Tom or the Mark ones. Um, although I will say it's funny because in Alkaline Trio world, I am much more likely to, to like a Dan song than a Matt. So, I mean, I, I there's not a whole lot of trio songs I don't like, but generally, like the songs that are like my favorite songs are Dan singing songs. I'm really excited about next week, by the way. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some Alkaline Trio, but we'll get to that in a minute, in a bit. All right, my final band. This one's on my list because I haven't got into them. I'm mostly intimidated by getting into them. If you're a fan of this band, you are a fucking fan. Like, you are intense about it. I Is it The Grateful get... Dead? No. I don't <laughs> mind The Grateful Dead. Uh, Tool. Oh, like I like Pussifer. I like a perfect circle. I really like a perfect circle. And I don't mind the tool songs that I've heard on the radio, but it's like, it's almost like someone who's never listened to Coheed and you're like, Hey, listen to this Coheed album right now. That's a band whose fans are real fans. If they're into it usually. And I'm like, I said, like, I really like a perfect circle and I like the tool songs I've heard, but I just cannot get into a tool album. I feel like you need to commit a day to get into a tool album. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it's so grand, grand. Yeah. It's too much for me. It's intimidating. I, I will say, um, every time I've seen someone wearing a tool shirt though, it's not, they never look like someone I'd want to be friends with. <laughs> well, I mean, like I know a lot of metal, like that kind of metal fans, not just like the newer metal stuff, but, and they always swear by Tool. Like I've seen some amazing artists do the Tool artwork, like local stuff. I just I can't I can't do it. Sorry, Maynard. I mean I'm not against it. Don't get me wrong. I'll still listen to Perfect Circle all the time. That shit rocks. Your uh, Tool made me think of a band uh, number ten. All right, what's your number ten? It's not actually related, just the time period. Oh, okay. Three Eleven. I can see that. My favorite song by them is that Amber song they did for the 51st Dates (laughs) movie. Amber is the color of your... Yeah, I don't know. Whoa. Well, didn't they have like a... Didn't they used to have like a cruise? They might have. 311 cruise. I remember getting one of their albums when I really got into Incubus Hardcore because I was like, oh, this is... I mean, it's funky. It's going to be a lot like... Incubus's science album? No, no, I'm just not a 311 fan either. <laughs> They're both like pothead rock, though. Yeah, but Incubus is good. True, I like. <laughs> I love it. I got to see them at Riot Fest. I've never seen Incubus live. They're on my list. They were good. They're on my list. All right, we did it. That's I'm it. proud of us. Yeah. We survived it. Sorry if you like the stuff that we don't like. Um, I mean. Everyone has their opinions. Yep. And we besides, don't know. Shit. Besides Aerosmith, we didn't say any of these bands were really that bad. We just said we don't like them. You know, I'm not even putting that on anybody but Steven Tyler. <laughs> the rest of the band is fine in my book. Steven, I don't know what you're doing, dude. He's crying. crying. Liv needs oh, to talk crazy. To I don't crazy. Know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's that crazy. was one of those. That was one of those Liv Tyler, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, Music videos, I remember. I just remember the music video where he, someone was doing animal crackers on Liv Tyler's stomach. Well, that wasn't... I don't think that's what that was. I think that was... Um, 
Oh, that was Armageddon. Uh, yeah, that was Armageddon. <laughs> the movie, but he had a song too, and I'm pretty sure that was in the video. Well, no, there was no. That's I don't want to close your eyes. She was in that music video because she was in the movie, but she in the 90s, there were like two or three songs that had like her and Alicia Silverstone before Clueless uh, in the in all of the videos. Yeah. That was one of them. Can't remember the other ones, but it's okay. All right. Enough about Aerosmith. Let's do our when are we going to do Aerosmith album. Never weekly rewind time. Weekly rewind time. Rewinding it back for you. That was like my lounge singer version. My Richard Cheese. Dick Cheese. <laughs> what do you got? You got only got a few, right? Yeah. Uh, so the Bad Batch came out and uh, Kevin Kiner's uh, Bad Batch score is on here and it's real good. And um, we actually had Kevin Kiner on uh, Outer Rim Beacon a while back and he was pretty cool. So, um, you know, new Star Wars music comes out. I'm always putting it on here. So, yeah, yeah. And then I get that Messer Chaps EP's decent Aloha Swamp, which I, I got them. into them because of you, sir. Yeah, they're fun Spooky, to just put out like doing stuff. rockabilly kind of ish music. Yeah, yeah. All right, my list: um, Leon Bridges, Motorbike, good. The Beaches Blow Up, good. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. Good for us too. <laughs> I thought this one was really funny and relevant to what you were talking about earlier. The Hot Mulligans released a few extra songs to go isn't with it. Just hot, isn't it just Hot Mulligan? Yeah, sorry, Hot Mulligan. But the <laughs> song's called Featuring Mark Hoppus. He's not actually in the song. Oh, it's called Featuring Mark Hoppus. That's funny. Um, Creeper put out a cover of Pet Cemetery, which is slow but pretty good. Um, Born of Osiris's new song, Angel or Alien, is pretty tight. But my favorite is the new Devil Wears Prada song Nightfall from their Zombie 2 EP coming out soon. It is wicked. You know, speaking of Mark Hoppus. <laughs> what? Mark Hoppus. Let's see. What year? 2005? 2006? What year is it? It's... Uh, yeah, one this? of those years one of the so one of those years mark hoppus um he produced an album by a band called motion city soundtrack oh yeah commit, commit this to memory he also uh has a feature a guest spot on that album too and um motion city just announced uh last week that they are going on an anniversary tour for that album uh, I think the 15th anniversary was actually like last year, the year before, but they're doing it now, which is kind of weird because they just did a tour right before COVID too. But we have tickets to that. So that is pretty cool. Excited. Finally um, a show in a year. Yeah. I, I think I might see a show before January. You're but going to Riot Fest, aren't you? No, we are not going to Riot Fest. We are moving our tickets to next year. Damn. I wanted you to pick up some merch for me from some bands there. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the right like sounds lineup, who are playing yeah, there. They are playing, yeah. Uh so is Meet Me at the Altar. I know there's a um, lot of great bands, but um yeah, Riot Fest is in September and feels the, a little close. It's close. The lineup, the middle and bottom of the lineup is super solid. For me, the headliners are a big swing and a miss. You don't want to see nine inch nails? I would love to see nine inch nails. I'm not no, I'm not going to be uncomfortable in a crowd all day 
just post COVID and then ride the oh, train back point. to see nine inch nails. <laughs> if, if, are you going to resurrect Johnny, Johnny cash to do his version of hurt? Then yes, I will. But otherwise, no, um, smashing pumpkins. We already said barf. Uh, you know, I just, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, and that the thing is, is that most of the, most of the bands in the middle that are really good. We've also seen a ton. I think, out of the bands in there that I had that are like, I really wanted to see bands, but like the boss tones, like, but I'm sure I'll get another opportunity. Uh, Saves the day is playing and I've never seen them, but I've heard that there's like people are mad at them. I'm not really sure what's going on. I don't so know. I think, I think something uh, untoward happened with the singer, but I, I don't want to get into it. I don't know any information. So, um, I do want to say on that note. I'm a huge Saves the Day fan. I know I've you been are following yeah. it. I'm very nervous. I'm worried this is going to be another Brandon or, you know, brand new. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It's I, but it's not for me to decide. I'm waiting to just see more details. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, I'm just, yeah but- I was just about to get the album in Rivera in the mail in the next like two weeks. And I was so excited to show that up because that's one of my favorite Saves the Day albums. But no, that won't uh, be happening. <laughs> but MCR MCR is playing next year, and you can move your tickets to next year. So we're just going to do that. And uh, I thought Blink was supposed to play. Weren't they supposed to play last year? And it got canceled. Like, oh, we'll be back next year. No. So what happened was Blink was supposed to play in 2018, and they canceled. So then they guaranteed them for 2019. Because that play was 2019. Yeah, because their, oh, okay. their sound was terrible and people were complaining. Oh, yeah. um, no, uh, that was when Travis got blood clots in his arms, and so they canceled like uh. almost the, the whole tour. So, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, I derailed you by talking about Riot Fest. I can't remember what you were. Always, oh, I brought up the tour. The, yeah, yeah, Motion City is playing Riot Fest. So, um, but no. We're not. We're not going to go. But we will be going to that. Motion show, City that, show. That the possession nineteen eighty one show in August. Oh, we are. We got tickets <laughs> to the backyard. I mean, I know a guy. You hook we me know up. You let me guys. know. Yeah. Um, I got one. What the fuck? I don't have any. My, I. It's mostly about what's happened this week on Twitter during because of the song. Okay. So, as you know, and we've talked about it in the past, Mighty Mighty Boston's have put out an album. And they have a song called The Killing of George, Part 3, which is about the George Floyd murder. Mm-hmm. And it's causing a lot of issues online. And I don't way? know. So, it's all like, why can't I don't know we anything just about get this, along? So. so, the song's like, why can't we just get along? You know, America, something like that. And a lot of people are bashing it and saying mostly they're also destroying Scott over this. So like Scott is terrible now. Why does anyone listen to Scott? So there's like a bunch of Scott people trying to defend Scott. Basically, the song just seems it seems well-intentioned, but it also seems very vanilla and almost like a cop out. Like we can write a song about this. And then in the music video, it's just like a white guy in a suit dancing in front of a marching band to this song about which doesn't mention George Floyd. However, it's about, you know, police killing. Huh. So I don't know. It's just causing a lot of issues online. I think mostly the music video, like just seems almost a little insensitive. 
I don't know. But yeah. I just wanted to bring up the drama it's causing for the ska community because, like, like a lot of ska bands are trying to stand up and be like, you know, we are political. There are ska songs out there that are deeper than this, more like stronger at sending a message. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to make songs about this kind of stuff, you got to be really intentional. Yeah, you and know? there's, I guess, a lot of places there's very few black people in the video. And mm-hmm. it's about, you know, everything that happened there. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that up because it seems like a big thing going on with Scott right now. Yeah. And it's causing controversy. So that sucks. Maybe just... I'm, I, I've am i heard the song before. I didn't think much of it. But I guess the video is what's really... Like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like they tried very hard to actually bring a point to the table. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. Cool. And also, I'm playing a lot of the new Resident Evil Village video game. Oh. It has nothing to do with this music podcast. Very on brand for you. Very on brand. I know. I'm loving it. I'm loving Um, it. Yeah. All right, so what Um, are we doing next week again? Next week, we are doing another album. Album. Album, album, retrospective for Here to Infirmary uh, by the Alkaline Trio. Woo! It's going to be dope. Um, We're going to talk about all of our favorite Alkaline Trio albums. It's going to be wonderful. And we are going to be joined. We have a guest. We are going to be joined by uh, podcaster extraordinaire Marty DeRosa. He's from the... uh, Marty and Sarah love wrestling podcast. He also did a rest, a podcast called wrestling with depression. He is very big in the wrestling scene. He's not a, well, he, he has wrestled, but he, uh, I also through becoming friends with him. We found out that he really likes Alkaline trio and, um, we're kind of fans too. Huh? We're kind of fans too. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would be a really good one to uh, to do with him. Uh, it's going to be good. He's a he's a buddy. He's the reason Wes and I are friends. The guy that we had on for Texas is the reason. So it's nice. going to be another one of those. Um, actually, I so I saw that he liked uh, Wes. Like reposted something of ours, uh, like about his appearance, and he liked it. So I immediately DM'd him and said, "Do you want to be on and talk about Alkaline Trio?" And he and like. Fuck yeah. That was the response. <laughs> like within like two minutes too, like real really quick. So um yeah, no, I think uh it's gonna be a good time. It'll be really fun. So uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, B Siders. Time to flip the record over. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schram. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by Former Critics. <laughs>